This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Negotiators say they're inching closer to a final coronavirus relief deal, but a senior House Republican says he's skeptical an agreement can be reached. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi offered a more optimistic viewpoint on a cable news appearance this morning than previous public comments. She also predicted she and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will eventually come to an agreement. However, she did send a Dear Colleague letter to her fellow House Democrats this afternoon outlining the differences. Majority Leader Steny Hoyer took to the House floor this morning to say negotiations would continue over the weekend. Hopefully those uh, negotiations will bear fruit sooner rather than later. When I say sooner rather than later, I hope that this weekend perhaps an agreement can be reached. Now, if an agreement is reached, all of you know it will take some time to uh, memorialize that agreement on paper. Uh, So I do not necessarily expect that a Monday or Tuesday uh, vote is likely. However, Oklahoma Republican Frank Lucas says, Don't hold your breath. And that's a tough thing for me to say, uh, considering the people back home, not just in Oklahoma, but across the country, we're having a tough time trying to work, make their way through this. It's almost as though the speaker overplayed her hand, asked for too much, demanded too many of her, her conference's particular projects, and found that the White House and perhaps uh, the Senate uh, didn't agree with her. And now she's got to untangle from those failed negotiations. He says the pandemic has also created a legislative to-do list for the food supply outside of the COVID relief bill. When you consider that Most of our ag producers in virtually every commodity, whether it's livestock or crop or fiber, if you're the raw producer, you've been hammered at every step of the way. As the supply chain creeped to a halt, as we had, uh, for instance, packing plants in the United States in the beef uh, and pork and other poultry industry have to slow down or shut down temporarily at times, it basically destroyed the price basis out there for many of us, and we're only starting to crawl a little bit out of that. There's more from Lucas, including his thoughts on climate legislation and other recent bills to reform the cattle business, in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue says he's concerned about the potential for marketing practices to shape the food supply. Perdue spoke on a webinar Thursday night with the CEOs of Whole Foods and Eat Just. He said innovations like those that their companies have championed will be key to maintaining America's place in the global food supply. The farm is ground zero for this innovation. It's been incredibly successful over the last 75 years, and now's the time to build off of our innovations and expand into animal biotech and cement America as the leader in agricultural prowess uh, based in safe and affordable technology. But he says marketing efforts to differentiate different kinds of foods can have detrimental effects. I'm a a capitalist. I'm a free economic, free market kind of guy. I believe marketing is all fine and good. But when there are statements that are not based on sound science, like the health benefits of non-GMO foods or that organic is better than conventional, I think we run into those kind of problems. I mean, people from all around the world are falling behind the, the rhetoric that industrial agriculture is unsafe harmful to the environment and less nutritious. But I, I simply ask, where is the evidence for that? Food in America has never been safer, yet we've never felt more unsafe. He says consumers have never had more choices at retail outlets, and the message should be shared that those options are safe and wholesome. 
Purdue also appeared in Wisconsin today at a roundtable discussion with Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. There, Reuters reports, Purdue said China is trying to meet its Phase 1 trade deal commitments, but he's not sure if they'll be able to do so. He says non-agricultural trade issues may get in the way. China agreed to purchase about $36.5 billion worth of U.S. ag products in the trade deal for both the 2020 and 2021 calendar years. However, American government estimates have long been skeptical of that amount. Earlier this year, USDA estimated China would import about $14 billion in ag goods for the 2020 fiscal year, which ended earlier this week. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.